Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks so much for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Chaz Price and myself. My name is Chris Swan. 419-794-3030 is the phone number. Once again, 419-794-3030, online, ARHQ.com. Today on the show with Wall Street rallying, should we still expect a correction? We're going to discuss the pros and cons of waiting to take Social Security. Do you know where your financial plan might be failing? If not, it might be time for a checkup. And if you're over 59 and a half, do you know about this rule with your 401k? All this and more. But before we dive into any of it, let me check in with the guys. Nolan, Chaz, glad to be with you. How are we doing today? Yeah, it's Nolan. Good. Uh, good to be here. I uh, had an awesome weekend last weekend. I took my truck along with a handful of different people from uh, Boy Scouts, and we went up to Holly Oaks, Michigan, mm. and uh, did off-roading adventure for the day. So nice. I got uh, mud in every possible spot of the truck. And uh, just had an absolute great time yesterday. Uh, took my niece back to Ohio State, so she's moving in uh, for college. And then uh, tomorrow, Sunday, I will be taking Andrew and moving him back into BGSU. So mm. uh, class is back in session, as they yeah. say. My youngest uh, started back at Anthony Wayne on Friday. So at uh, time of year, times are changing. Absolutely, yeah. Had a great weekend as well. We're down in Westerville, Ohio, near Columbus with some friends Um uh, you know, just kind of had some dinner and checked out a couple of breweries. So had a really good time. They got, they have a new puppy and yeah, needless to say that was, that was a good time and got the puppy fever, I guess, out of the way. So <laughs> that was my weekend. Always a good time when I think when a dog's involved, I'm a dog person, so I'm a little biased, but mm-hmm. you know, major life changes sounds like happening, uh, in your households. And there could be some life changes happening for the listeners out there, especially when it comes to retirement, entering into retirement, no longer, you know, working. And so we want to get you uh, thinking more about that and also how to make sure that it is as successful as possible. Once again, the number 419-794-3030. Let's go ahead and start the show off with a, a, a milestone here. A woman in Florida has gone viral as she celebrates her 100th birthday this month. Mildred Kirschenbaum actually went on a rant about how, well, we're all so negative these days, not just young people, but uh, some of the older generation as well. I have friends who are 20 years younger, 15 years younger, and their attitudes are going to cause them not to survive to my age and not grateful for anything. Their attitude is, I don't see my kids more than once a week, or the food I was served was not good. Their attitude is not acceptable. If the food isn't quite right, so have an extra dessert. If you hear from your children once a week, that's fine. They call you once a week, you call them once a week. Change your attitude. Look at the positive side of life. It really is all about perspective and outlook. She's got a great point there. And again, happy birthday to her. How many times has a client walked in for a meeting with, uh, you know, the retirement guys, fearing the worst, only to walk out the door with, with a new attitude? I think there's a you know a lot to be said about having a positive attitude. I think you know, just in this example for living a long, healthy lifestyle, and mm-hmm. you know I know nobody really wants to be around people that are just negative all the time. It's just bad energy. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it, I would say when people come into the office, I think you know sometimes they fear the worst. It, it, it would be common, 
you know, for somebody to come into the office and be nervous and fearful uh, about the future. But then they walk out, I think, after meeting with us with a, a new attitude. You know, if we look at the fears of retirees, the number one fear of a retiree is running out of money. Uh, number two, stock market losses. Number three, health care costs. And, you know, number four is maybe a, a loss of purpose. You know, you've worked all these years. You've gotten used to the routine, um, going to work, you know, the group of friends that you are associated with at work. And now, you know, that alarm clock can be turned off and it's a new chapter in life. And what does that look like? And, you know, how do I paint that picture? And I think by coming into the office and meeting with us, you know, how we help them get a new attitude is really developing some solutions. So number one, I know we show people the, the probability of success uh, and their ability to make sure that they have enough money, that they're not going to run out of money. And then we can also talk about adding in solutions of vehicles that provide uh, income. So really in retirement, all roads lead to income. And there's many different vehicles. Uh, it's what we have talked about as far as a mind shift of moving from growth and accumulation to now using those investment assets to provide income. Uh, number two, when we look at the stock market loss and risk. We talk about discussing non-market risk investments and, you know, understanding where the market fits plus uh, understanding what you own. I know, Chaz, you do an, a great job when you have somebody come to the office and you ask them to explain, you know, what is the methodology or the philosophy or the process that your current advisor is using? And, and I would ask you, the listener today, do you really understand the philosophy, the methodology, and the process that's being used to purchase the investments that you have, because if not, you know, you might be in that situation where the stock market losses can become more fearful for you and create a, an emotional decision. Unfortunately, that could be a painful decision that we don't want you to have. But once you have a better understanding about your investment process, it could help you deal a little bit with the fear of stock market losses. Uh, number three is healthcare cost. And, you know, with healthcare cost, whether it's the fact that uh, 40% of people are forced into retirement early because of the fact that they or a loved one is facing some type of health care challenge and or feeling with the issue of losing control and slowing down later in life and ultimately all the way down to a nursing home. That's exactly why we have, you know, Scott, Troy and our team and America's Medicare Associates, you know, taking that comprehensive approach and kind of putting things together. Uh, I've seen one example after another where somebody had come into the office and had worried and had a fear of thousands of dollars a month of the healthcare cost. And by working with us and looking at it from a financial perspective, developing a plan that can actually reduce, in some cases, 50% of what that healthcare expense could be by looking at other solutions and how the Affordable Care Act works with an income versus an asset test and kind of repositioning things. And then, you know, the last one is the lack of purpose. Um, if you watch the show, we've had a lot of great people that we've done interviews on the show and are committed to the 419 section. And a lot of these organizations, these nonprofits here in Northwest Ohio, uh, the backbone of these organizations is volunteers. And so helping a client figure out what their purpose is might involve uh, things like getting involved in an organization that, you know, that is important to them. Some charitable cause that maybe they, you know, can give back to veterans or animals or, uh, you know, anything that's kind of important to them. And we really do a good job, I think, of helping people 
put that blueprint in place. So Chaz, I know you probably have some feedback too, but I would just say if you're listening and you have a fear about one of these topics, running out of money, the stock market and what's going to happen in the future, your healthcare cost or loss of a purpose, and you want a better blueprint and a map for going forward, let's talk. That's exactly what we do here uh, at America's Retirement Headquarters. Now, Chaz, when you have somebody come in and they're talking about changing your perspective on retirement planning, you're taking some of the fears that they have and turning them into positives. What are the type of things that you're typically running into? Yeah, a lot of the things that you talked about, Nolan, I mean, you gave a, a great summary. And I think retirement anxiety is something that's common. It's it's a natural phenomenon. In fact, just anytime I think you're changing anything in your life, it creates a little bit of stress and anxiety. So I guess the first uh, tip that I would give to clients and potential retirees is just to expect that, to know that there's going to be some change and that you're going to be going through some emotions and whether it's excitement at first, relief, sadness, you know, boredom, anger, whatever it is, just know that that's, that's normal. And you got to try to find some healthy ways to express those feelings. Maybe talking to someone, uh, writing them out in a journal, you know, walk, walking through a financial plan with a financial advisor. What that really helps people do in my experience is it helps kind of structure retirement. I think the key word there for me would be structure. Um, having some sort of routine, I think, is going to help retirees feel a little bit more organized, feel more productive rather than just, you know, uh, I hear oftentimes, well, every day is a Saturday, you know, I'm just kind of probably going to hang around and, and hang out. That's probably not the best way to structure retirement. You're going to want to have some activities, some hobbies, uh, learning, going back to school, maybe volunteering, like you said, or one of my favorites, traveling. Um, it's not hard to find places to go to in the United States and around. So, uh, have just kind of a small set of, of goals, realistic goals, kind of set in the back of your mind that you want to try to work towards. Uh, finding purpose, like you had mentioned, joining community groups, and maybe even mentoring someone. I know me personally, um, it's been a pleasure having your, your niece here, Kaylin. She did a great job. We've had some other interns come to the office, and I find like I'm normally the one that I feel like I want to pass my knowledge on to somebody, a younger generation. I'm totally comfortable with teaching them everything they know. I don't always teach them everything I know, but um, I, I think that's a great opportunity to a, a great behavior and a coping skill if you're feeling some anxiety in retirement is to find somebody, a, a child or uh, you know, family friend to mentor. And then um, make sure you're taking care of yourself. I think that's one of the, the biggest things, um, you know, living well, having a balanced diet, having a good outlook on, you know, retirement and getting enough sleep, you know, that's an, an important thing. So just kind of staying in touch with your doctor, making sure you're following the recommendations, all the, the regular preventative care and screening that you can do to make sure that, you know, you're, the time that you're in retirement is an enjoyable one. So, uh, you know, ultimately it is the beginning of a new generate a, a new journey, um, but it can be, you know, a little bit daunting and that's okay. Working with the financial professional, we can help you sort out some of those feelings of anxiety. You know, not getting enough sleep is definitely one of those things when it comes to my son. It, it's a uh, do as I say, not as I do. We open the show talking about major life changes, you know, dropping the kids off to, at college or uh, perhaps a, a puppy uh, appearing in, in Chaz's household in the, in the near future. Um, retirement is obviously a major change, and there could be a lot of anxiety going into it because it is unknown. It's one of those things that you hope you only have to do once. You don't want to unretire by any means. Uh, and that, that unknown sometimes prohibits people from 
seeking answers because they're afraid that what their concerns are will be validated. I challenge you to do the opposite. Actually have that conversation. You may be pleasantly surprised. You may find out you're in better shape than, than you thought you were and your retirement can actually uh, proceed as you had hoped for. Or worst case scenario, and I, I don't even really want to say it's the worst, is that you find out, yes, there are steps you need to take. But now you know what the steps are and you can get back on track towards, you know, hopefully that retirement that you, you've always envisioned. The first step, picking up the phone, scheduling a time to speak with America's retirement headquarters, 419-794-3030. Once again, 419-794-3030. Or you can always go online as well, arhq.com. Guys, good news. Several stock market indexes are now up 25% or more from last year's lows. But of course, as we said many times uh, on, on the financial channels, it's their job to be contrarian. And analyst Carter Worth recently told CNBC that just like gravity, what goes up must come down. And he thinks, well, down is where we're going to be headed very soon. Why would we use the word correction unless the implication is that the preceding circumstance is incorrect, which is oh. exactly what it is. If something gets too steep or ahead of itself, it needs a pause or rest a break. Now, Worth is calling for a 9% correction in the next couple of months. What are your thoughts on this? Do you agree? And, and how are you helping your clients avoid that kind of loss, whether it happens soon or at some point in their retirement? Well, you know, we do have our economic summit that's coming up in October 11th, and that's probably one of our most popular events. People come out to that event because we talk about, you know, our outlook on the economy and the markets. Um, you know, we'd love to have people come out to that event. But what you'll notice is one of the first things that I'll always tell people is what my opinion of the market is. But I also say at the end of the day, the market doesn't care what my opinion is. So even in this example here, if, if somebody's quoting that they believe that there's a 9% correction coming in the next few months, they're probably right. I guess it just depends on how many months that will be. <laughs> If you look at things and you look at the market, I'm I'm so excited to see that there are so many indexes that are up double digits this year, you know, some up more than 25%. When we look at this and we think about this, we're first back to in the context of how does this change the outcome of your individual financial plan? Sometimes it makes sense right now with the market being up so much to take some profits off the table. I'll give you an example there. My son, Andrew, he invests in companies and one of his computer companies is up dramatically this year. And Andrew asked dad, he said, you know, well, what should I do? You know, when we looked at the stock, we did the evaluation of the stock. I also felt based upon the valuations and looking at the numbers, the stock was actually a little overpriced right now. So my advice to him was to take some of his profits off the table you know, keep his original investment inside of there, but lock in some profits. By doing so, what it could do is it could give him some cash that he could use that to buy if there is at some point in this example, a dip in the market. Uh, he could also use it if he wanted to pay down uh, his car loan, pay off a debt, or he could use it to find maybe another opportunity in the market, uh, something that you know would fit the criteria of what he's looking for if he's trying to find something that maybe has more growth potential and is on a little bit of a sale. The other thing you wanna do in this type of environment, this is so important folks, is make sure that you rebalance your portfolio. You either wanna rebalance your portfolio during set intervals, so maybe every six months is a good time to rebalance your portfolio. You also maybe wanna consider rebalancing your portfolio when something happens 
outside of the norm. In this example, it's not normal that three quarters of the way through the year, most of the indexes or a lot of the indexes are up 25%. That's not normal. And so while the market is up based upon a percentage, so if it goes up more than 20%, that could be another reason why you'd want to look at rebalancing your portfolio. All in all, though, you still got to keep a long-term perspective especially with the money that's been part of your plan, whether you're working with our firm or another firm, if there's money that's allocated, that's your long-term bucket of money, meaning you're not gonna need this for five or 10 years or 15, keep a long-term perspective because if it does go down in the next few months, does it really change the long-term plan? Most likely not. It maybe is an opportunity to buy more. So you want to use that to avoid doing a emotional trading. I had a gentleman that had come into the office, attended one of our seminars, and he came in after the event, and he was at a loss on what to do. And he was at a loss on what to do because come to find out in October of last year when the market was going down and selling off, he called his advisor and had his advisor move his account to cash. Uh. And now he's sitting in cash. Mm. And since October, he missed the entire recovery that the market had. And it's gut-wrenching for him because he's trying to decide, do I get back into the market now? Because now I'm missing the rally. Mm -hmm. Or is the market going to fall and do I stay out? And, you know, it's a tough decision. It's like putting salt in the wound oh, psychologically. Yeah, and so if he does get in, again, the market doesn't care what my opinion is. If it sells off again, it's like a one-two punch to the gut and, mm -hmm. you know, even a, a bat to the side of the head is how I would probably <laughs> feel in that, that situation. So you want to avoid that emotional investing. I mean, if you look at the market, you know, a lot of the technical indicators in the market still show relative strength. You know, we have a market where the S&P is above the 50-day moving average. The S&P 500 index is above the 200-day moving average. And some technical traders would say that shows that there's still relative strength in the market. But you could consider, if you wanted to kind of hedge your bet, you could consider investments that allow you to participate in gains if the market continues to go up, but they could protect you from losses. So there's investment vehicles like uh, fixed index annuities that offer that type of protection. There's investments that are non-annuities like what our strategy is called protected equities that are shorter term, more liquid investments that still offer downside protection. There's ways to hedge your strategy. So folks, let's stress test your plan. You know, if you're worried about the next drop in the market and what to do, let's talk. I'd be happy to run an independent portfolio analysis for you, show you where maybe there's some areas that uh, it could be a good time to take some profits, show you where maybe you wanna protect some of those gains, how it applies to your situation and, you know, dive deep, roll up our sleeves and kind of get in there and take a look at them. But, you know, when people are asking you, Chaz, about the market and your outlook, what are you telling investors? Yeah, one of the, as you know, Nolan, one of the core sensibilities that I have as it pertains to retirement planning for retirees that are, you know, approaching or in the early stages of retirements, we've talked about it at, at nauseum is a uh, sequence of return risk. Um, sequence of return risk and, and limiting losses frequently early in retirement is probably one of the most important um, uh, strategies that a retiree can use because it's going to help preserve your retirement assets and help make sure that they last a long time. Sequence of return risk is the risk that you experience a negative 
or a, a low return in the early years of retirement. And so, for example, let's say, for instance, you had a million dollar portfolio and you plan to withdraw 4%, standard 4% withdrawal, uh, $40,000 per year adjusted for inflation for 30 years. So if you retire in a year when the market is 10% up, your portfolio will grow one to $1.06 million after your withdrawal. However, if you retire in a year when the market is down 10%, your portfolio shrinks to $864,000. So that means you just have less money to generate returns in the future on, which can significantly, you know, limit your ability to have that money last as, you know, as long as it needs to. So it's crucial that you frequently limit losses early in retirement. So I guess the answer to that question would be, you know, is it time to rebalance the portfolio? What kind of depends on one where that money is in terms of its its time frame when it's needed. As you said, Nolan, is it long term money? Is it uh, short term money? And that's the beauty of the independent income system is that we go through uh, you know several different iterations of that um, that scenario. The, the how much are you going to spend and when? What's the market going to return? So we'll stress test the, the portfolio and those results in the market to see how many of them resulted in you having money left over at the end of the day. And so oftentimes the one, the, the strategies and the clients that are most successful are the ones that uh, don't experience downturns or, or negative market, significant downturns early in their, earlier in their retirement year. So I think it really comes down to where are you at in the life cycle of retirement? Is it early? Is it later in retirement? Um, and when are you going to need the money? If if you are uh, approaching retirement or you're in that retirement red zone, which is the three to five years uh, prior to and into retirement, one thing, you may want to adopt a more conservative allocation at that point. It's going to reduce your volatility, help make sure that you're not exposed too much to the sequence of return risk. Um, make sure that you have, you know, maybe increase the value of your stable assets, your bonds, and your cash. It's a great time to do that right now. If you haven't, you know, looked at our fixed income uh, investments, you've got interest rates, you know, that we haven't seen in the last 20 years that you can get on a fixed basis, taking effectively, zero, you know, little, very little risk, if at all, any. Um, the other strategy, again, like I said, you could do is more of a, a dynamic withdrawal strategy. So instead of the example uh, above where we're just taking 4% off your portfolio, go through the exercise, go through a financial planning um discovery phase with us and determine, you know, what those uh, cash flows are going to be and when, and then we can kind of back into that allocation so you can be confident to know, yeah, if the market goes down in the next two or three years right after I retire, I'm going to be okay because I'm not spending the money that's gone down that is that ex could potentially experience a loss. So not only that, from a financial perspective, limiting your losses frequently, you know, kind of leading you down the, down the path that maybe it does make sense to, you know, take some risk off the table right now after a great year like we've experienced. But psychologically, I think it reduces stress. It reduces anxiety about retirement in general. You feel more secure about it. Um, and, you know, that's not to say we need to go all to cash or stay in the market 100%, but it's that that's where the art form comes in. It's where our experience of having, you know, 50 plus years or more experience just at this table here is going to help our uh, investors be more su successful because we've been in that movie before. So it's a balancing act. Um, but I think it is something that you want to consider now, potentially 
taking some chips off the table, if you will, being a little bit more conservative, especially if you are early in retirement or approaching retirement within the next three years. Because regardless of what your retirement uh, dreams are, what the big picture looks like, I think something that is universal is having as stress-free as possible a retirement, being able to reduce that stress. And I believe everybody here on the show has at one point or another said, control what you can control. We can't control what the market is going to do. We can't control that sequence of returns when those market downturns are going to happen. What we can control, what you can control, is how you are equipped to withstand not just this market correction, but the one after that and the one after that. If you aren't sure how how you are equipped right now, this is a good time to have that independent portfolio analysis, have that second opinion done, have a stress test run on your plan. Uh, And if you don't have a plan in place, well, almost certainly it's a good time to pick up the phone and give a call and schedule a time to speak with America's Retirement Headquarters. 419-794-3030 is the phone number. 419-794-3030. You heard Nolan mention the upcoming economic summit in October. If you want more information about that, including how to go ahead and reserve your seat on October 11th, go to the website, click on the events tab at ARHQ.com. Guys, I've heard people say that 60 is the new 40, but in the retirement world, the number that keeps coming up is 59 and a half. Let's talk about that. Why is 59 and a half so important with retirement, specifically uh, with your 401k? Well, there are so many different numbers to pay attention to in ages uh, when you uh, reach different milestones. In a 401k, 59 and a half becomes so important because what is called an aged-based in-service withdrawal. So for those of you that are listening, you know, maybe if you have a 401k, you're not really happy with what your investment choices are. Your plan has the potential where at 59 and a half, what you could do is you have the ability where you could take that money and you could transfer it out over to a self-directed IRA. Within a self-directed IRA, really, the the sky's the limits on what your investment choices are. I mean, you could put it into uh, a higher interest FDIC-insured bank CD than maybe what you were getting in the the money market account at your 401k at work. Um, You could put it into a vehicle that provided more predictable income for you. You could go out and you could buy a basket of your favorite stocks, or you could work with a financial professional, you know, to really tailor and customize an approach for you. It's been oftentimes my experience that a lot of people will come into the office and they do a set it and forget it type of an approach with their 401k, meaning that the investment allocation really hasn't changed much over the years, if anything at all. The other big group that I see are people that have money invested in what is called a target date retirement account. So the philosophy is, is you pick a target date of when you're going to retire and the investment allocation typically changes more from equities to bonds or more fixed income as you get closer to retirement time. Well, as we saw in 2022, that approach really did not work for a lot of investors because you had the bond market had one of the worst years on record in addition to the stock market was down double digits so people took a one-two punch in some of those target date funds and you know if their goal was to retire this year after losing significant amount of money last year you know they don't have maybe the ability to do what they thought they were going to do after those declines happen. So again, for those of you who are 59 and a half, we really need to have a conversation about your 401k 
and is it the right approach for your situation? It actually can be. You know, there's a lot of great 401ks that are out there too. So you have choices, and this is now a time where you want to reevaluate your 401k. You want to reevaluate what your choices are and make a choice that's based upon whatever is in your best interest to accomplish your personalized goals and objectives. You know, one of the rubs that I have with the 401k is that the fees are not transparent normally. And I'm I'm sure the information exists somewhere. You you are able to find it somewhere, but it's very difficult. If you want to go, you know, diving through a 600 page phone book and looking for, you know, you know, information that's about as fun as it is, is looking through a prospectus and and the (laughs) 401k and trying to find out, you know, what you're paying for things. But there are some significant advantages, I think, to an in-service withdrawal. I mean, one of them on the surface level is you're just going to have more, you're going to have access to the money a little bit more seamlessly. Gives you a lot more flexibility in the case that if you need some cash for emergency or maybe just a little bit of a bridge. uh, I see it often where clients are maybe selling one house, buying another, and they need a little bit of cash to bridge that month or two time frame you can do what's called is an indirect rollover where once the money from your 401k is in an ira you can actually take a portion out do what you need to do and then you know let's say once the house sells and you can put the money back in as long as that's within 60 days generally there is no tax consequence it's like it almost didn't happen you can't do that all the time you could do it once a year but it is an option whereas in a 401k you're pretty much limited to hardships uh taking loans and you're limited to the amount of money that you can borrow from your 401k generally so again not that it's a good thing to take from your retirement account, but it is easier to do from an IRA in my perspective than doing it from a 401k. The other fact is that in your 401k, those investment choices, one, are usually you know pretty limited. You'd be lucky if you had, and I'm not talking about the target date funds, but maybe five to six, maybe at the most 10 different funds that have some you know specialized investment um, you know, acumen or something like that, where they're going to allow you to specialize in some of the categories like technology, for instance, one of the hottest sectors in the last couple of years, generally can't buy it in your 401k, you're, you're limited to more of the index, kind of the, the investments that are for the masses. Those accounts are really designed to kind of CYA and protect the ownership and the managers and the in, in the plan sponsors because ultimately they're on the hook. And so they wanna make sure that you, you can't hurt yourself too bad. So you're gonna have a lot less options. You're not gonna be able to diversify. You certainly, at least at this point, you won't be able to buy annuities or anything that offer you any principal guarantees. Still, having other options that we know going into it, we're not gonna lose on this bucket of money. Could make a lot of sense for some individuals. Um, and then also, you know, from a tax perspective. so. We talked about in previous shows some of the rules now with 401ks where they're requiring your catch-up contributions need to go into Roths and being a little bit more savvy with tax, um, you know, tax distributions and things like that. Whereas, you know, with a with an IRA, um, you can you know do an in-service rollover, roll that money into an IRA, and then start actively planning for uh, your tax uh, tax management strategy, meaning. You know, are we going to use a systematic approach where by the time you turn 73, we have all this money in a Roth now, and so we're in a tax-free position. We've kicked Uncle Sam out of our, you know, off of our account. <laughs> You're in a tax-free bucket. Well, in your 401k, if you don't start making changes, if you if you even have the ability to, to invest into a Roth, 
you have much more ability to plan and to reduce and offset taxes, in my opinion, in an individual account than you do um, a 401k. Ultimately, you know, you definitely want to consult with the financial professional to see to evaluate those options because there could be some consequences, but there are uh, a lot of opportunities for doing an in-service rollover of your 401k to an IRA. Age 59 and a half, very important age when it comes to your retirement because it gives you a little bit more control over those accounts to, to weigh the pros and cons and see how to make that, in fact, work harder and smarter for you. The team at America's Retirement Headquarters, they can help you out with that. You just have to give a call and schedule a time to speak with them and see what's going to work best for you. 419-794-3030 or go on to ARHQ.com. Back to school shoppers are certainly not escaping inflation this school year. That is why 14 states, including Ohio, held tax-free weekends to give families a break from sales taxes on school supplies, clothes, and some electronics. But taxes in retirement, well, you don't really get a reprieve there. What kind of planning do you guys offer on how to lower taxes on retirement income? I think this is probably one of the most important, probably top three things for people to look at. You know, when people come into the office, they always want to get great investment advice. And, you know, I love the fact, Chaz, that you talk about, you know, it's important to get good investment advice and get, you know, obviously an opportunity to participate in great gains. But, you know, here we are, we have a government that, that's spending roughly 125% of its GDP. We've got the debt ceiling. We're just blowing past that number. And we've got massive amounts of debt. Uh, we have the fact that in 10 short years, Social Security is saying that they're only going to be able to, you know, pay about 75 cents for benefits for retirees. We've got a massive issue to take a look at here. And then in addition to that, usually somebody's biggest or second biggest asset that they own is their retirement accounts. And for the most part, a traditional tax deferred retirement account, it could be in the crosshairs of the government's higher taxes because that's where the money is at. And whether they get that from you and higher taxes with you know legislative changes in the future with the tax code, and or look at their attack on what they're trying to do to get it from your children when you leave that money uh, to your loved ones. They've done that twice now with the Secure Act 1.0, and then they also attacked retirement accounts in the Secure Act 2.0 with the uh, reduction of stretching out the taxes over their lifetime and now forcing people to take distributions and get all that money out uh, over a 10-year time frame. So one of the other crucial decisions that somebody needs to make, and that's making what could be their best approach on when to draw Social Security, because Social Security, when you add up what the monthly income is, the average married couple, and you take that number and you times it by, you know, retirement of 30 years, it's a million dollar decision that you make with Social Security. And the third is this issue of taxes. So the, the planning needs to come into how do you keep the government away from your money? And by doing so is in, important to incorporate the tax planning into the overall situation. Wouldn't you agree, Chaz? Uh, the tax planning aspect of is, is really where your advisor, where she is going to earn uh, her keep because, like you said, Nolan, how, how terrible would it be to have over the last 10 years generated an additional 2% per year and an extra 20% on your investments to give it all back after one bad tax planning year? There also is a concept of, of what we call uh, asset location. So 
you know, everyone is familiar with asset allocation, you know, which is a fancy word for how you split the money up, but actual putting the appropriate type of account, or appropriate type of investment in the appropriate account is the concept of tax location. So consider municipal bond income for the most part is generally tax-free at the federal level. And if you buy a bond in the state in which you live, it generally is state tax-free. Um, but you know, why would you own, for instance, a municipal bond in a uh, IRA? You know, that's a, a, an egregious sort of an example. Hopefully, nobody has that. But you know, why would you own a tax-free investment in an already tax-advantaged type of account? So, conversely, why would you own a taxable income like a bond or a, a you know a corporate bond that pays income on a monthly basis or annual basis in an a taxable account. Wouldn't it be better to own those type of investments in a tax advantaged investment like your IRA or 401k? Um, and then, you know, potentially timing things. We've seen it uh, where distributions from a traditional IRA and 401k can actually cause retirees to jump into a higher tax bracket than when they were actually working. Uh, so uh, I know you've heard it before, Nolan, a lot of people come in and say, well, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket when I retire. That is absolutely not true. I mean, if on so many different levels, but on one tax rates are going to be predicted to be higher in the future. But, uh, but at the second level, okay, now you've got social security. Now you have these required minimum distributions that need to start coming out at 73. And generally it, it all that income generally pushes, uh, retirees into higher brackets. And so maybe it makes sense that you want to, again, convert some of your traditional IRA and 401k to Roth before you retire while you have income to pay the taxes. Maybe it makes sense to delay taking Social Security for a number of years until you actually are fully retired, you know, just kind of staving off and, and waiting to get that higher benefit. If you look at it, we've got an event coming up. We're going to be talking about Social Security. We're going to be talking about taxes and health insurance, all this and more. And we'll be talking about ways to, again, try to minimize your taxes in retirement time. So if you get a chance, go over to our website. It's ARHQ.com. Click on the events tab. Make sure you register for coming out to our either economic update over at the Hilton Garden Inn or be sure to come out to uh, Red Lobster, grab some uh, Cheddar Bay biscuits on us, and we're going to be uh, talking more on Social Security, talking more on taxes and health care. Uh, we'd love to have you join us. You just need to set up a time to speak with them, either at the upcoming events. Uh, as Nolan mentioned, there, go to ARHQ.com, click on the events tab, or give a call, skip the line, and get straight in front of them, 419-794-3030. Once again, 419-794-3030. We want to thank you, as we always do, for spending part of your day with us, joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters. Hope you have a great week ahead of you. Hope you have a safe week ahead of you. want to leave you with the final word. Yeah, so as we wrapped up there talking about taxes, I'll leave you with a quote from the Honorable Learned Hand. He said there's two systems of taxation, one for the informed and one for the uninformed. So we appreciate you listening to America's Retirement Headquarters here on Toledo's largest talk station. And, uh, you know, just remember when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters, which is home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Have a great week, folks. We will see you same time, same channel right here on WSBD. 
America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.